0: This is all in for the love of the game. This is Love Said Match. I mean, Andre Agassi had this goal. You don't have to be better than everyone else in the draw when you go out on the court, Like, You have to be better than someone that's across the net.
1: I think you gotta stay active in a sport sense. You know, go out there, do some sports. I think it always makes you feel better. Maybe you're more tired in the very moment, but actually the rest of the day feels
0: better. And then I think giving back as well. You know, making other people happy is going to get, give you a good feeling too.
1: Welcome to Tennis Pal Chronicles, the podcast to feed your passion for all things tennis. I'm your host Philip Kim, also known as Coach PK, the tennis pro for the Langham Huntington Hotel in sunny Southern California. Tennis Pal Chronicles is sponsored by Tennis Pal, the best app to find people to play tennis with. Visit tennispal.com to download the app today. My co-host Valerie has been struggling with COVID lately and would really appreciate your prayers and support as she makes her way back to full recovery. Miss her so much and wish her the best. So I'm going to carry on without her, and today I am excited to share an audio interview I received from the USTA featuring pro tennis player Christina McHale. Most of you know Christina is a US player born in New Jersey who has ranked as high as number 24 in singles in the world and number 35 in doubles and has reached the third round of all four major Grand Slams. She's known for her aggressive, booming ground strokes and great footwork. What you may not know is that her mother was born and raised in Cuba and that she and that Christina speaks Spanish as well as a little bit of Mandarin. Miss Mikhail moved to China as her father was assigned there for a job and her and her sister were introduced to one hour a day of Mandarin school as children. So you can often see her talking to Chinese players in their language on tour and she says she loves practicing her language skills with them. Christina McHale is also one of the few American players that has a Lacoste clothing deal and she's been representing the brand for over five years now. She's going to be able to strut her Lacoste looks at Wimbledon, which just started this year as she now has qualified for the main draw along with three other American girls, Luisa Chirico, Catherine Harrison, and Amina Bekis. So congratulations to them for reaching the main draw. If she makes it through her first round match, she has the potential to play Serena Williams in the second round, and that could be a juicy match. Although Christina has never won against Serena, she is one of the few young Americans that has taken a set off the goat and seems to give Serena a bit of a bother every time they play. So I'll be watching that one for sure. In this interview, I'm playing for you with Christina McHale. She talks about playing tennis as a child and what her focus was as she was learning how to win and what role her parents have in the game of upcoming tennis players, which I find fascinating as a coach. I have re-recorded the low-quality audio questions for clarity's sake, and I hope you really enjoy hearing her thoughts as much as I did. Christina, thanks for joining us today. Overall, what do you see as the role of parents at a tennis tournament?
0: Yeah, I think the role of a parent at a a tournament is really just to support their child. Um, I think the, the coaching, if they're not their child's coach, should be left up to uh, the coach. And and really, just they're just there to support their child um, and and make sure they're having fun and enjoying the competition.
1: Great. Christina, what is the mindset you tried to have as a junior tennis player during a match? Uh, what were you trying to focus on while you're playing?
0: Yeah, while I was um, playing in the juniors, I think I was... Really focused on trying to just improve my game overall because I think um, sometimes you can get wrapped up a lot in results and and I, maybe I had a little bit of that too. But I think overall during the match, it's trying to focus on strategy. How can I get better? How um, how can I implement the things that I've been working on in practice to help me in the future?
1: Okay, so definitely not focusing on the outcome of the match, but working on the process.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I focused on uh, definitely a lot on the process.
1: Christina, what are some of the issues you feel come up with parents and family members watching matches?
0: Yeah, I think sometimes um, maybe the parent wants too much success for their child, and you can see them on the sidelines, and they're you know sort of living and dying with each point. And it, it's—I mean—I feel like it's it's natural when you're watching someone that you love, that you want the best for them. But I think, um, at least for me, I felt like when my parents sort of maintained more of like a neutral. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, composure attitude. I felt like that just allowed me to focus more on, on my tennis and, and not be so worried about the outcome.
1: And were there, were there things that parents have to pay attention to before a match? I mean, what sort of tips would you give the parents to prepare before and during a match?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, it's the parents are just coming from a loving place and wanting the best for their child. But I think, um, yeah, like if I was playing a match and I missed an easy shot and you look over and you see your parent is like, oh, making a face or kind of like, like it's like the last thing you want to see. And so, um, yeah, I just sort of, you know, before the match, I feel like if the parent just reminds themselves that, you know, this is, you know, just their child going out there, as long as they give their best effort, I think that's the most important thing and, you know, that to reiterate that the result is not the most important thing um, in the long run, going to help your child play so much better and develop better if they're not worried about um, if they come off the court, what is their parent going to think?
1: Yeah. How important is mental health for tennis players?
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's so important. I think it's definitely gaining more traction right now and people are realizing how important it is. Um, but I also think, yeah, like maybe you can, the parent can ask their child ahead of time, like what sort of phrases they like to hear during matches. And then that way they know what, what words or what encouraging words they like to hear. Cause sometimes, even though you're just saying one thing, like there's certain things that I don't like to hear during a match that I, my support team might not know if, unless I tell them. Yeah.
1: Would you mind giving us a phrase or two that works for you?
0: Um, Yeah. Just like simple things for me. Like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just sort of like, come on, Chris. Or I I, I was just to say one thing I didn't like was maybe, um, my dad sometimes would say like right now, Chris, like, and I I would just be like, I I felt that would put more pressure on me right now. It has to be right now. He didn't (laughs) even realize he didn't realize he was doing it, but that was one thing that I had to, had to speak to them about. And obviously they, they they're wanting to help and, and not say anything that I in the moment might not like.
1: Right. So how do you motivate yourself to improve your game?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think just from a young age, I, I just, I'm a very competitive person. And so it's kind of, was just naturally in me, but I think, I think when I take breaks too, I think that helps me refresh and stay motivated rather than periods when I just try and go, 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 go. And, um, it actually works in reverse. I think when I make sure that I'm taking breaks and times to to refresh my body and my mind too.
1: What do you feel your parents' best trait or how did they help you through your tennis career?
0: Yeah, I would say with my parents, I I never felt forced into playing tennis. Like it was always my choice and I played a lot of they put me into play a lot of different sports when I was younger. And so which I which I really enjoyed, and that it helped me realize um, my sister and I that tennis was the sport that we wanted to focus more on, so I just think they never um I never felt the pressure to keep playing um as a junior. It was just something fun that I did with my sister
1: What type of sports did you play, and what was the most benefit you found from other sports in multi discipline?
0: Yeah, so I did a combination I did like a I did swimming on a swim team so I you know I raced individually but then had that team component I played on a soccer team I did some um baseball when I was younger too and I think it was just good for my development as an athlete but just also um yeah it was it was fun to have that team team camaraderie as well and and then like I said I I never felt like tennis was the only sport I got to experience Um,
1: Thanks so much, Christina McHale, for joining us. Uh, thank you so much. And thank you, USTA, for providing this awesome audio. Look forward to getting the word out there about USTA and rec tennis training. Thanks again also to TennisPal for sponsoring us. We really appreciate TennisPal being the the heart and soul of this podcast and it's the best app to find people to play with. So visit tennispal.com to download the app and find people to play with today. Also visit their TennisPal Coaching Instagram, which really has a ton of great instructional videos that they've compiled. Thanks for listening. May all your serves be aces.